Welcome back to TFE, a weekly news podcast in which we give our thoughts, feelings, emotions on the latest gaming, film, tech, and streaming news, and other random crap we feel like. I am your host, Dan Weller, and I'm joined again by our guest, Joe. Hello, it's good to be back. And in this week's episode, we are going and going to cover the Uncharted controversy, the Facebook name change, and the tragedy at a film set in New Mexico. But first off... I have to apologise for last week. I did miss a lot of news in the past couple of weeks. I'm very sorry. But it means I've got a new section for us called The Past Broadcast, where we're going to cover some of the older topics that I, I missed, but very big topics. And we're going to start off with the Flash trailer. And this one has had some mixed responses. Mm. Well, I think it's been, there's been so much DC sort of uh, stuff in the news. It's hard to... You can, you can quite easily get bogged down and you can miss stuff. Um, but yeah, looks interesting. Um... I haven't really watched any of the uh, the Flash TV shows or anything like that, um, so I'm not too too sort of um, aware of like the whole sort of universe that surrounds him. No. However, the interesting thing is this version of the Flash does show up in the TV shows, so it'd be interesting to see if the TV show the version of the Flash appears in the film, which I think might yeah. happen. I believe this film is going to be covering the Flashpoint storyline. For those for those who don't aren't aware, is where Barry Allen. Barry Allen travels back in time to prevent the death of his mother, causing a whole different timeline. So it's definitely got some cool sort of effects to it. However, I'm, I'm not sure I still buy Ezra Miller as the Flash. Yeah, I don't know. It's Yeah, I, I, it's hard to sort of compare with, like, I don't know, they didn't have this, like, distinct sort of image of what I think the Flash should look like. Um, I think he's he's a good actor. I think he's, he's done quite well in other stuff. Um but yeah, this, this, there's, not, there's not too much info in this trailer. It's sort of quite, yeah. uh, it's quite a short one. There are some so other it's... interesting notes to talk about. Uh, the trailer has got the Batcave in it. So it's where it's taking mm-hmm. place. Also, there seems to be another Flash, as well as maybe like another Superman variant. So this is, I think, likely from Flashpoint. So he's caused Flashpoint at this point. Uh, then there's now a new Superman and a new, in this case, Supergirl. And another Flash, because there's another Flash in the background. So that's what I think is coming from here. Yeah. Some of the music does sound very Flash-like of the film, uh, so the TV show. Got a bit of 80 synth to it. But I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I've sold an idea. I probably will go watch it, because I want to compare it to the TV show, even though the TV show has sort of left me a bit of a sour note recently. Isn't mm. how shit it's got. <laughs> Which is quite impressive. But talk about something that could also be shit, is the Catwoman animated film coming out. Mm. Which was also released More DC. Week, two weeks ago. <laughs> So how do you feel yeah. about animated shows? Do you do you like? Uh, I think I'm. I don't get into them as much, but I, it's not something I'm entirely just against. Um, it depends how how it's sort of done. I think. Well, this one seems to have a sort of anime style. Yeah, so I was going to comment. On it. it looks a bit like um, sort of the Pokemon. Yeah. About art style. Which means I already hate it because anyone listening to podcast knows I don't like the anime art style. <laughs> Which is fantastic. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure about this. Once again, it probably is just anime art stuff. Yeah. When is it supposed to be coming out? 2022? Yeah, February 8th. Yeah. On 4K Ultra Ultra HD Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure who's playing Catwoman in this film. But, you know, if it comes out free, I'd watch it. But I don't think it is. I think it's a DVD special thing. Similar yeah, to... Yeah, which is a weird one these days. <laughs> yeah, I was actually surprised it wasn't R-rated because... DC like to make R-rated content and then have certain yeah, scenes. PG thirteen in the yeah. films. Looking for Blu-ray on digital on Blu-ray, so I guess there is a digital release. What it's going to be on, I don't know because it's Warner Brothers. HBO Max. So, HBO Max. All right, fuck that. <laughs> it always been HBO Max, Joe. They release <laughs> everything on there. Yes. And then the last DC news I missed last week was the Gotham Knights trailer so i did think i did mention it but then i didn't see it for some reason don't know how bit of an idiot that way once yeah just an idiot anyway this is the other game that i want to get from dc the one that's oh, funny two. enough not a continuation of the storyline where batman dies mm. but this makes me interested so because the, the um the, last week it was the um the suicide squad game right yes they've got two dc games coming out yeah fairly sort of they were supposed so gotham knights was supposed to be this year Right, okay. Then it got delayed. So they're coming out the same year? <laughs> yeah, both come out next year. That's a bit... <laughs> that's an interesting business move, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> I think one's at the start of the year and one's at the end of the year. I think Gotham Knights coming out first. I am interested, though. The Core Vowels, 
that is the main villain in this game, which is very untouched upon in sort of a lot of DC content. Yeah, I never heard of it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of those things. It's, it's a sort of secret organization that's behind everything. Similar to that sort of Spectre right. or Hydra or the MCU. Okay, right, cool. It's a similar style thing. And the reason why they're called Court of Owls is because they have secret meetings and just wear owl masks. <laughs> Great. What yeah, a fucking basically. feature. That's so stupid. And there's also <laughs> other villains revealed in this. You've got Penguin. I think Dr. Freeze yeah. has been revealed and sort of other trailers. I'm just sort of coming up with that. For like, hey guys, we've got a secret organization. We're going to wear owl masks. <laughs> like... <laughs> Just like it's just a bit weird, you know. He started it. He started the owl mask thing. Uh, this game's also got the same concept as Suicide Squad, where there's four different main characters you can play as throughout, right, and change okay. characters, and you can also do co-op with another person, and then you can put two characters together. But it's quite funny how they're making the same game. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I was gonna say they, they essentially look like the same game. Yeah, I just did it two different stories. So it will be game. One of them, yeah. I think the sales would definitely be reflective of releasing in the same year, I have to say. Yeah, I don't think it's actually been giving a release time yet. They just said it was last year. Next year, sorry. Yeah, 2022, that's what it says. Yeah, which is a bit disappointing because it means it'll probably get pushed back again. Yeah, maybe they'll come out the same, the same month. That would be a bit mad. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Let me just check. So, so, yeah, Suicide Squad's not been giving a release date either. Yeah, they're going to come out the same time. It would just come out the exact same day, same hour, and go see which one does better. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they sort of just like mixed it, mixed it together quite close. And then the final trailer I missed last week was the Home Alone trailer. So there's making another Home Alone film that's coming out on Disney Plus called Home Sweet Home Alone. Great title, honestly. <laughs> there's magic at work there. <laughs> I wonder how long it took them to make that one. <laughs> They're probably like an entire marketing team. Oh, 100%. But I've got to say, I'm excited. I love a good Home Alone film at Christmas. And like, I don't know. I don't think I was like going, oh, I want a Home Alone remake. But actually, I kind of do watching it. I'm like, this should be fun. Yeah, I think, I think it's Ashley B as the mum. Yes, it is. That's kind of odd to me. <laughs> I, wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect that, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure she'll be great. Yeah, she's doing an English accent, which is an interesting one. Because it sounds fake, I have to say. No, well, she's Irish. <laughs> yeah, her, her English accent is not brilliant. Yeah, just just be Irish. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, like it's not yeah, it's not that much abstraction going from English to Irish. You know, yeah. it's not like whoa, 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 that's too weird, man. They can't be Irish. Like it just seems yeah. a bit unnecessary. Just use your normal accent. Yeah. Or do you like an American? That's easier to do, honestly. So is this one kid versus one guy? I know, it's sort of interesting here. I don't know. I don't feel like anything could beat the original film, though. No, 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 no. But I think this will be, like, kind of a bit shit and funny. That's why I think it's going to be. It's going to be slightly terrible. You know, always these, these remakes got a slightly terrible edge to them because not quite... They, they're sort of tiptoeing around because not quite sure they don't want to make remake the same film. Um, well, this film is coming out November 12th. It'll be a great Christmas film for all the family, I'm sure. It's a PG. Yeah, definitely. Not R-rated. I would love to see that, though. On R-rated Home Alone. I should know what I want to see that. Mm, yeah, no, I don't know, maybe. Maybe this, if this does well, which it probably won't. It'd be quite, <laughs> it'd be quite funny to see like, a Home Alone kid just started killing all the intruders, just sort of slicing them at the top. Well, I was going to say, honestly, some of the, some of the, in the original, like, two, the first two films, some of these, like, the uh, the trap set <laughs> probably would do quite a lot of damage. <laughs> so he's going to died. Like, what, some guy was like, wasn't he, like, electrocuted at Main's Voyage, which would kill you? So... And then the last bit of news that I missed the past couple of weeks that I saw this week want to talk about was the Dubai Expo 2020. So are you aware of these World Expo events? Well, I guess it's sort of an, it's sort of a resurgence of the like the World's Fair sort of uh, stuff of like the 70s, I guess. 60s. Well, funny enough, there's one every two to three years. All right. Which I never knew. I only found out about it yesterday as of time time of recording. Uh, funny enough, the last one was in Kazakhstan. <laughs> the mighty the mighty Kazakhs, yeah, the mighty like Kazakhs like home of Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. I get in trouble for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I think the Kazakhstanis have sort of flipped their bit about Borat because they were like really anti-Borat, and then they've um, they've, they've just realized, realized that how oh, much wait. how much publicity there yeah, was. Yeah. So I think they've gone like, oh, it's okay. But it was um, oh my god, some of the stuff around like the Borat and the original. It's the the press conference. 
<laughs> he, he holds like the he holds like an official press conference, <laughs> like as the Kazakhstan official press conference. Like this Borat guy, no, 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 he's not good. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's so funny. Anyway, shame on the great nation of Kazakhstan. So this one, Fantastic. this new expo looks a bit more flamboyant than the other ones due to the fact it's in Dubai. Yeah, and Dubai like to have the you know the famous phrase of. Go big or go home. They don't actually say that, yes. but let's be honest, that's what they do. Yeah, they, can't, they always say that in Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> However, seeing this has now made me want to go to Dubai. It does look cool. Yeah. They've got multiple different structures. They've got oases inside deserts. They've also got massive LED panels that go everywhere. There's 170 different countries, pavilions, that have different structures or economic things to do with sustainability, different architecture things. You've got sort of TVs that follow people around. <laughs> Robots or security measures. Yeah, it's cool stuff. Yeah, Very it's futuristic. like the city of the future. Yes. Mm. It was supposed to be last year, but it got delayed. Mm. Hint why it was called Expo 2020. Yeah, like the 2020 uh, uh, Europe, Europe, Europe. Yes, let's not talk about Europe, Joe. So hurt by that one. Time to, oh, we don't talk about the years. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! Oh, no, my PTSD. Oh, yeah. back, <laughs> back. Too much. Too much. It's too on. early still. Let's move on. Move on. Move on. Get, get rid of that. Good. Let's go yeah. to stream that movie news into my head, and we're going to talk about the Uncharted trailer that just dropped this week. And yes, there has been a lot of controversy around this film, mainly around its main casting of being Tom Holland as Nathan Drake and Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Yeah, um, I quite like the look of the trailer. Um, I've got to say, I was like, I kind of forgot this was coming out. I think, like, I had heard about it and been like, oh, right, you know, the Uncharted games, um, they did quite well. And then gone, oh, we're quite interested to sort of see a film around that. Um, but yeah, I think it, I think it looks, the trailer looks good. I think I'm, I think it'll be all right. Um, but I do kind of agree with, like, some people complaining about the casting that Tom Holland is too young to play this character. Yeah, he definitely is. Because I, I know I play the Uncharted games, but having a little look through like the images and stuff of the uh, the main character. His main voice character is too like high 40. pitch, and his face is too young. <laughs> yeah, and Tom Holland is like 20 and looks like just about 18. <laughs> so Somewhat, so I was actually watching a video about this, and the, the, they were saying how Tom Holland would be great as a flashback version of Nathan Drake. Mm, definitely, uh, like, he could play a younger version. He could, play, he could definitely has like the the calipers to play a younger version of a lot of sort of characters. Yeah, but not the, not the main nicely, character but... because he just, yeah. he's too young. <laughs> he just looks too young. Yeah, and many people don't like Mark Wahlberg as well. Some people are complaining about the chemistry between the two of them. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, have, I think with the chemistry, you've got to sort of see the the film as a whole rather than sort of trailer. It's hard to sort of really get a judgment of that. Yeah, it is. Uh, other th- one other thing people complain about is the fact Sully doesn't have his mustache. It's the same as the games. Mm. Yeah, I would be fucking rabid if, that was, uh, <laughs> if that's the case. Actually, that is a real. To be fair, growing a mustache should be one of the easiest things to do. Well, it depends. Depends how good you are at growing mustaches. I'm sure Mark Wahlberg can grow a good mustache. I don't know. Uh, also, the plane scene that's in the trailer, that's ripped straight out of the games. Also, it looks mental. Yeah. Like, how bullshit is that? <laughs> just casually, just just leaping forwards <laughs> onto the second crepe. Yeah, that'd be easy, you know? Yeah, it doesn't... Not travelling quite... hundreds of miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> the air resistance would be um, unfathomable. It's, you would basically let go of the box and then just fly away. That's, that's what's going to happen there. You're travelling so fast. Yeah, it doesn't quite work in a film, does it? Yeah, no. I think in a game, a game it's designed to be like, um, you know, it's obviously fantasy. Uh, but a film, it's sort of like, it is fantasy as well, but people always get a bit like, that just is slightly ridiculous. You've got to have um, at least good physics. Apart from Captain yeah. America's shield. At least take piss at the physics. <laughs> well, it, I think it, yeah, I think fact, Captain America's shield is like the perfect example of it. Sort of technically doesn't really make sense, but just about works that it's kind of okay. Like, it isn't like, because um, I don't know if you've seen that video, it's like an interesting comparison between like Captain America's Shield and like the Superman films, like the um, Superman versus Batman and the Justice League films, and actually like the physics of them, where like 
when they're fighting in those Justice League films, the physics looks so fake because like just, there's no impact of like power because they hit each other in the air and it just knocks them back a bit. Whereas like the you know um, Captain America's shield sort of it feels like more an impact even though it's bouncing is ridiculous. <laughs> it sort of makes sense, but also like vibranium's not a real material, so we can't entirely judge how it would work. Um, it's sort true. of you know. It absor- essentially absorbing all energy is <laughs> really breaks physics already so well let's carry on with the marvel news because sony has announced they're going to release two untitled marvel films in 2023 and craven the hunter is not included in those two which is also released in 2023 so sony's releasing three marvel films in that year mm. sounds good which sounds is interesting. interesting so the question is what are those films another venom one i i would not be surprised if it's another venom because this venom's done well yeah. Also, just letting you know, check out last week's TBO for our review on Venom. Yeah. Because uh, it was actually a good film. We enjoyed it. Yeah. This way, yeah, so this one's done well. I think it will most likely be, unless they start another franchise, what what that would be, I don't know. Well, Andy Serkis yeah. has announced that he wants to do Venom 3, so he will be the returning director, I imagine. Ooh. And the other one is, what is the other Marvel film? Hmm. What else could they do? I'm not sure. Because do they is it do they own what other characters do they own? Technically, it could be another Spider-Man. So I've yeah. heard a rumor. Well, it's, I think it's actually we might have covered this in our TBO special. That sorry, TBO last week of uh, the Venom two. I think it was, it was Danny who brought it up. He said Spider-Man might be taken out of this universe in this film. The part of the ramification okay. is Spider-Man might have to leave the MCU and then go join his own universe somewhere else. Because this is Spider-Man's last film in the MCU, in No Way Home, oh, right, in terms okay. of contracts. But that means mm. Sony can still have Tom Holland play Spider-Man, but he just can't be in the MCU. Yeah, that's true. But he, will Tom Holland want to do it? I don't think so. I think he said he would want to do it, but he doesn't want to be tied into a contract just yet, because he wants to just go out and enjoy his life. Yeah, I was going to say, it was part of being like so restricted by the Marvel contracts, in terms of actually insurance-wise, what can he do? But this wouldn't be a Marvel so, contract, though. It'd be a Sony contract. Yeah, but how much, how much looser are Sony going to be, really? Well, it's just an Uncharted. Yeah. But it doesn't mean, they're gonna, it doesn't mean their contract's going to be looser in terms of actually what you're allowed to do. I don't know, maybe. Um, Most times it's not, because you can't go skiing if you're it's on the franchise. Yeah, it's like franchising, right? So, like, I guess it's like... With the Uncharted thing, there isn't like a franchise there that there's going to be a second film. So they need him to like fill all other films that he needs to be filmed for. Um, well, so Marvel he, he has announced they're stopping. Careful. Marvel's announced stopping they're stopping multi contract films. Okay, that's good then. So people are only going to be brought in for that one film. If that film's a success, they'll be offered another film. Mm, okay. Because I think, I think the problem with that Marvel contract was um, the fact that you were essentially very regulated when you weren't filming stuff. So, I guess with this, like the Sony, if it's like a more of a single film thing, you're only you know being sort of careful when you are filming, and when you're not filming, it's kind of okay because you're done filming. You're not trying to make another Uncharted film, or whatever. So I think that's probably if it's that sort of line. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and continuing on with other Marvel news, Chloe Zhao, the director of Eternals, has said she hopes that the gay scenes are not censored. And apparently, well, is this like in China and stuff? Because they said they've done. There's, I've seen other stuff where they're like they remove gay scenes from China. Or yes, but interesting. In some way, bit about this is apparently this film has the first Marvel sex scene. The first Marvel sex scene. Apparently so. I guess that's true. Yeah, but how like intense is the sex scene? Like, I mean, it's still going to be a PG thirteen. Okay, but... so. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I guess what can you get away with on the PG thirteen? Yeah, that's a, I don't know. I don't know. You what basically just PG-13 have thirteen films. It looked like, but not. Well, it's all don't... looking like most films. They're not actually doing it. Yeah, well, I know, I know. Right, you're probably just having. I don't know what kind of films heads. you're watching, but in most films, it's normally all inferred. I just um, thought it was a bit strange as the first Marvel sex scene. <laughs> well, in terms of like the main MCU. Yeah, yeah. Like in, uh, like the Netflix stuff. Of course, Netflix stuff has. But that's an eighteen. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's Disney, right? Disney don't promote anything yeah. like that, do they? Especially not in the older kids' films. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing about that in those films. No, no, no. It, it does amaze me how they, how they did that. Will you be going to watch Eternals? Yeah, probably. I think it hopefully should be a good one. So it's, it's a like a mad casting. There's some real sort of top actors in it. Oh yeah, this I is I... this is Marvel's trying to get an Oscar. They're trying to get. Yeah. I thought like they're trying to get Best Picture of this film because Although, they've got Chloe I... Zhao, Oscar winner director. <laughs> 
bunch yes. of Oscar nominated or Oscar winner actors mm. like Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, Kit Harrington, fantastic actors yeah. and actresses. CGI in this looks mental. Yeah, story's mental. They've got Superman. <laughs> Not actually Superman. For any World War hands, I've just taken the piss. Yeah. Although I still feel it's going to be a slightly shit film. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very, I'm cautiously optimistic. I think it's going to, the problem is that you've got these characters that are almost slightly too powerful. I think it's going to just be a bit odd. Yeah, but they're not fighting normal villains. They're fighting interdimensional villains. Yeah. So. I don't know. It feels like it's going to be a bit, a bit like Justice league you know? I'm getting that, so it's going to be a bit like that. It's not quite work. Yeah, but Zack Snyder Justice League wasn't too bad. I was actually, I was actually all right. Have you seen that one? The four-hour one? Fuck that, no. Yes, yeah, so I watched that one. I was actually pretty good. It's still a bit oh, too I long. Think, I, think, I think Zack Snyder is just a shit director, honestly. <laughs> like his, his um, what is it? His, like, that film, the zombie film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently that was fucking awful. And it was, like, incredibly long as well. I I trust Chloe Zell. I, I think, I, I trust her vision for filmmaking. What does she, she direct? What has she directed? I don't remember. I think it was no, Nomadland. That's the one oh. that won the Oscar, I think. Wow, very, very different film. Oh, nothing the same. So for those who don't know, Nomadland is about a woman in her 60s who after losing everything in the Great Recession embarks on a journey through the American West living as a van-dwindling modern-day nomad. Mm. The thing with that is it's like, yeah, I'm not sure... I think she's, there's a couple of other good films in here. Uh, and that film is highly praised by critics. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. The thing, the thing, having a look at the, sort of some of her other stuff, it all seems to be this very dramatic, sort of quite, you know, scenery sort of like, the, the scenery really plays a part in it. Well, we've um, seen Eternals. That's massive wide shots of scenery Yeah, everywhere. yeah, which makes sense in terms of the Eternals, the way it's sort of, the look of it. It looks um, like an Oscar film. It does, I, I mean... Yeah, yeah, whether how well that'll work with, like, multiple character interactions and action, um, how she, well she sort of arranges that would be interesting. Oh, Salma Hayek, that's another actress in there as well. Oh, yeah, she's great. Big names. Oh, we'll have to wait and see. Indeed. And then let's go to the other end of the Disney spectrum of Star Wars. And Hayden Christensen Christensen is returning as Darth Vader. (laughs) Ah, you know he's not. He's returning as Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, I was going to say, it says says Skywalker in the article. Yeah, no, I just Um, realised I'm sick there. (laughs) Yes, he's been announced to come back in the Ahsoka Tana TV show. What we wanted to see, yes. Big old, big old Hayden back in the fray. Yes, how old is he? Because isn't this photo? It looks very old. (laughs) I can say he has aged a bit. It looks, still looks good. I reckon he's like, what, 40? Would make about sense? Yes, but he's playing a young... <laughs> How old is he? He is 40 years old. Yeah. But the, fa- the fact is well, he's maybe sense, playing right? a young version. No, he'd be playing what, an older version if he was in the prequels, right? No, because he turned aged. into Darth Vader in the prequels. Yeah. So he's got to be playing younger than right? what he was in the prequels. No. He's playing, he's playing Anakin Skywalker. It means he's got PP younger than what it was in Return of... In no, but isn't it, Well, actually, what, sorry, when's this set? I don't know when it's set. I assume it's set at the same time the Mandalorian was set, sorry. Well, it depends if he's being... Oh, no, wait, it can't be, because isn't that post-Empire? He'd be dead, right? Yeah, that's post-Empire. He'd be dead. Yes. So this is, like, pre-Empire or during the Empire? When is it set? Well, I'm not quite sure. There's not... Okay, here we go. So, yeah. when's it set? Ashoka will take place five years after Return of the Jedi. Oh, right, okay. So between the two films, right? No, that is Mandalorian. No. Wouldn't he be dead? I'm confused now. That's what I'm confused about. So this is what's Wait, no. No, because what's the, what's the last film in the original trilogy? Return of the Jedi. Is Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Because I, I thought it was... Uh, I was confused between the Empire Strikes Back and the Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Um, I have no idea how he's going to be playing in this. Maybe with flashbacks. That's what I think it might be. If it's art, because that can't be right. Because the man's dead. How is he playing? I think, yeah, I think it'll be flashbacks. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this could mean he'll be uh, entirely appearing through flashbacks or showing up as a force ghost. Okay, that's not really the same thing as playing it. I, I would like to. I would like to have seen him sort of really. Probably dead. <laughs> well, actually, actually, be like between the films, between the um, like the original trilogy. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good, but that would that would just be Darth Vader, wouldn't it? Yeah, 
but it's still like it'd be him playing it or maybe early that maybe an early Darth Vader because we haven't really seen much early Darth Vader have we no but he's playing Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan TV show oh that'd be good Obi-Wan TV show needs to happen man it is happening it's the right time it's it's the right time for it I have to say when's that coming out 1st of January 2022 there's so much stuff coming out I'm looking forward (laughs) to it it's going to be like this big like whoom yeah (laughs) all of a sudden there's no content and then just bang yeah I'm going to make a list of everything's come out because I'm, I'm going to forget. Honestly, like there's so much stuff coming out just about this end of this year and there's so much stuff coming out next year, just in January and like February time. It's crazy. Yeah, we've got exams. Good time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. Exam exams after week. Like, this comes, this is priority. Mm. Oh yeah, also Book of Boba Fett comes out end of this year in December. Yeah, that's what, yeah. It's good stuff. Well, that's going to be good. It's going to be good. But, Let's go on to the other side of the spectrum. Something that's not good. Really, really bad. There's been a tragedy in America this week where Alec Baldwin uh, unfortunately shot a crew member on set. Yeah, it's pretty... I feel like, honestly, like, having to sort of deal with that, sort of, uh, you know, it's like, it's so, like, it's so hard because, you you know, you never... It's this almost, you know... I don't know. I don't really, it's hard to sort of, you know, comprehend, sort of be, you know, it was such an accident. Um, and something, you know, you you knew you were doing something that there was no consequences. To, and then suddenly it's like essentially the worst thing. I couldn't imagine something, a worse thing happening. It's like, it's pretty awful. No, um, I actually, to be honest, some of the worst people feel sorry for is Alec Baldwin, the situation, because yeah. he just shot someone without realising it. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, I don't know how you would deal with that. Dealing with it is so hard. You know, yeah. So there was safety concerned apparently by the crew. They said there's just not safety to do with the guns. All right. I think normally, like I saw, I think I saw a video on YouTube. It was quite a while ago, and it was like how they deal with like like firearm props and how they regulate them. Like they're meant to basically, you have a firearm expert that essentially controls a gun, and then they they will check everything, and then they will just before the scene starts give it to the actor and say, you know, this is safe to use, and then you hand it off to them. But, and so I'm really surprised that this sort of happens, because they're meant to sort of, you know, check all the barrel, because that's always the problem with shooting blanks, is stuff being in the barrel, and it getting fired. Um, so, but yeah, clearly this sort of wasn't regulated as much um, as it should have been. Well, apparently, the gun that, well, so the, the gun armourist that was there, I think was new, Was I think it was a young girl. Oh, we didn't right. actually have any proper qualifications or trained. It was just a father trained her. Oh, well, that's not... It's in New Mexico, on... so you can't expect things to be good. A lot of cu- well, crew members know. had still... walked off set to do with safety concerns. Okay, right. That's clearly, like, this is something that they... Yes. That's like, um... See... Like, the, whoever, the production company's fault, really. They should have properly got someone that knew what they were doing. Cause the thing these days is there's so much health and safety to what, do with, America, like, actually... It? Well, yeah, but it's, fair, still, it's not even America, it's just still New compliant. There's still, there's still compliance stuff that they yeah. really should have looked into. Well, the lucky thing is, in this country, that is pretty much never going to happen in this country. So there always is two gun armorists, one checking over the other person to make sure nothing happens. And then when they hand yeah. someone a real gun, they have to show them it's empty or show them it's blanks in there. Yeah. Just so they know, like, that this is it. How it got loaded in the first place, that's the question. There should never be live bullets on set. Well, there weren't any like there weren't any live bullets. It was um, it was blanks, right? Yeah, we can't but kill someone with blanks. I mean, there has to be a bullet somewhere. You, you can kill someone with a blank if there's something in the barrel. Yeah, that's true. Because a, a blank bullet essentially fires nothing, right? There's all the combustibles, but there's no essentially bullet in the end of the a projectile in the end of the bullet. Um, but what essentially happened here, which I think essentially was there was some stuff still left in the end of the barrel, whether that was remnants of the cartridge of the previous bullet because that's often what you have to be careful of and so there was that was there's a previous the previous most famous incident was um who was it um bruce lee's son or yeah. cousin a relative he was like one of the most famous people who got killed by a um, a blank round where essentially there was like a cartridge still stuck in the barrel um and it essentially got fired at him and because it's so, you know, these because there's so much force behind it, just you know, just enough damage. So apparently, there was three guns that were laid down outside next to the wooden structure uh, by a certain 
Gürten, Gürten as Reed. I sorry if I butchered that name. And apparently the director actually picked up one of the guns and handed it to Baldwin. Well, he, the director shouldn't be touching anything like that. That's ridiculous. Well, sorry, the assistant director, uh, Dave Hall's grabbed the well, gun. Any, so any, anybody that's... I, I'm like, pretty much you know, at this point, I, I'm pretty convinced that Baldwin had no, actually nothing to do with this. He couldn't have anything to do with this. Yeah, no, I don't think they wouldn't. But this now has thrown up a lot of questions in the air of mm. what should be done to prevent this. Well, I think really just having somebody that's trained on set would be the, the main sort of way of approaching it. Um, at least a one person, if not two. Because um, it's, you know, blank rounds can be perfectly safe to shoot as long as you're firing with it, with there's nothing, you make sure there's everything's cleaned and it's just simply just the combustibles. But if you're not checking these things, then it's just things I guess can happen. Um, well, some people have called for real guns to be banned on sets. Well, what does that mean though? So you can't have a gun that can actually fire bullets on sets. But the, the yeah, trouble. Well, the trouble with that I, is I, black like blank rounds are safe, right? They feel yes, completely yeah, safe yeah. as long as they are kept. As long, yeah, as long as they're, they're made, it's all maintained properly. Um, so I think I disagree with that. Like these things can be done. Well, fine. also, um, so these people say it should be done by CGI, but I don't think they understand how difficult CGI is to do, especially on sort of small TV shows. Maybe if it's like a big yeah. Marvel film, yeah, sure, you can do CGI and it'll look fine because they have loads of budget. But a small TV show doesn't have a lot of budget. It's so much cheaper to use a real gun, which is the blanks in there. Yeah. So I think it's just the laws need to be tightened strictly on Americans with production, just to improve safety yeah. conditions. Yeah, well, those, this is also probably to the attitude of firearms. It's slightly yeah, it's just ban firearms. Yeah, that's right. Is that the way well, to it's it? not, No, like banning them is not the solution. Like that's never going to work. That's like an impractical way of doing it. But it's it's it, honestly, it's like it's just it's basic regulation that doesn't exist in a lot of these states. You know, private sales can essentially just be done arbitrary. There's no there's no laws regulating them. You could sell somebody at thousands of rounds of ammunition and any sort of gun, and then they could be you know mentally unstable there's no sort of proper being aware of who owns what guns like sort of standard procedures that could probably prevent a lot of issues uh, you know it's not about taking guns away because that's just you know that's that's never going to work but a little bit more of you know some regulation would be good um yeah also in america it's easy to get a gun than get alcohol yeah it's crazy <laughs> it's <laughs> i mean it's not everywhere it's just certain states of course but yeah but i think we should move on um, I've got another new section for us. I've got Shithousery of the Week. And this week, we've got the boys as made fun of Marvel in Marvel's What If, where they have posted a tweet on Twitter saying, follow Billy the Butcher and ponder the question, what if, with grey stock <laughs> images of the boys' characters. It's good. I love it. It's fucking <laughs> fantastic. The boys are such a... They know what they're doing. They're such a good marketing team, though. Like, uh, it's funny stuff. Gotta love them. Yeah. <laughs> I think also, it's sort of in this question, is um, it's when people get these photos, is people switch character spaces. So, Frenchie is the deep, Huey is Homelander. Don't remember the girl's name is Queen yeah, Maeve. That's not Maeve. Is it Queen Maeve? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Maeve, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, Mother's Milk is A Train. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Very funny shit house. <laughs> But let's go on to the gaming news of the week, and I've only got one topic for we've lost a controller of the newser. I couldn't find anything this week, nothing interesting. I think there's a couple of sort of things about Sony, about sort of oh maybe this couldn't have happened or whatever, but that's not really important. Mm -hmm. So the one thing I want to talk about was Microsoft has now announced a two terabyte and a five hundred twelve gigabyte storage expansion card for the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. So for those who don't know, the Xbox uses it's happened again. Priority. That one. Storage cards instead of actually having an NVMe slot. The two terabyte cards are going to cost $400 in the US and the 512 gigabyte cards will cost $140 in the US. It's a lot of money. Which is like, a lot of money. Yeah. Just seems a bit like they're just trying to... <clears throat> just, it just seems a bit of a scam, honestly. It just seems ridiculous. I would be surprised, actually, if... Um, Somebody didn't just make an adapter that you could just chuck an M.2 in. Yeah. Because you could, you can probably quite easily work out the pinout and then just chuck something in there. It's just a, it's going to be an interface. Unless there's like a, they properly encoded it and stuff and there's, you know, checking going on. But that'd be pretty scummy if they did. But yeah. 
Well, I don't think... I think it uses PCIe 2x2. Sorry, PCIe 4x2, sorry. Mm. Which is slower than the standard now. I think most M.2s is PCIe 2x4, so it's twice as fast as yeah. the Xbox Ones. Yeah, it's whether you'll get... it's Because the other thing is, it's like whether you actually get, even if you have those extra, that extra bus, bus width, how much actually whether you'll use it with the um, the processors that they have on the... Uh, yeah. On the systems. What's, what's the point of having them by four? Sorry, a PCI 4 by 2. So just having a PCI 3 by 4 because it's the same speed. Cheaper to make, probably. Is it? Is it cheaper to make? Sorry, 3 by 3 by 4 is cheaper then. Mm, I'm not sure. It depends. I am sorry to depends everyone listening to this on. because they're going to get so confused by all the numbers I'm just throwing out. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I'm realizing this. Depends yeah, perspective, uh, PCI 4 by 2. 4x4 M.2 is about $300. Yeah. Not on deal. That's true price. So, yes, it is quite expensive. Mm, yeah, definitely. Because like 5 gig for $140 is, sounds quite, quite a lot of money. Also, it's completely ridiculous to have to have, to have memory cards in 2021. Yeah. Although the thing is, I can kind of see it like it means that you can upgrade your storage rather than having to like open the thing up because um, some people don't want to do that and just want to chuck a thing in the back. Um, you could just have an external slot though. Just put a slot on the back or something. Yeah, we wanted to put like an M.2 in. Yeah, you just need a little panel. I guess you, I guess you could just have like you could sell these right, and they just be enclosures. Yeah. And so you put an M.2 in it, and then you just slot this in. So that's e- that's probably the best of both worlds. It means it's easy to install, like a hot swappable sort of thing, um, and then you can just go and buy your own hardware. Yeah. But it means they can make more money off it. Because essentially what they're doing... Actually, I reckon if you open one of these up, what's the bet that it's just an M.2 interface? Well, it's a lot smaller than that. It's actually quite small. I think it's about yeah. inch wide, inch long. It's like, e-sater, like an e-sater card. They're like about that size. Yeah, it's not big. It's quite small. Which is why it's so expensive, I think, is the other reason why. Because it's very compressed, compacted memory. Yeah. I think the other reason why this works is because... It doesn't need to be that fast on Xbox. So Sony have, has got a problem with speed limitation where it needs to have a fast M.2. Right, okay. You can't install PS5 games on something like a hard disk drive, whereas mm. you can on an Xbox. So they don't make I, full use of it. I, I guess if they're doing more caching than Xbox. I've got more RAM in there, I guess, if they're, if they're doing Yeah, that. I think it's just... Well, it's different, slightly different architecture. Like, Sony's got a dedicated custom chip to decompress the files on the m.2 right which uses like the fast write speed read and write speeds and then sends it to oh, i guess CPU. if you're yeah i guess that it's all compressed on the sony stuff that means that you have more you can store more stuff but you've got to uncompress them so that takes time um, yeah. so you need the speed whereas with export it's all uncompressed but you have to have a bigger medium to store that uncompressed data on so yeah i guess it's like two different ways of looking at it Yes, but, you know, so for all the Xbox fans out there, you can now buy a two terabyte, which, to be fair, it's probably not enough. <laughs> you can now get ripped off even more. You can now Yay. buy, you can now put uh, two CODs on there. <laughs> oh, my God, that's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, no. How long is it going to be until one terabyte is one COD? <laughs> that would be a bit mad. It's, it's going to happen, Joe. It's going to happen. Ten years. Ten oh, years be one terabyte, crazy. one COD. <laughs> well, hopefully we have better storage then. No. <laughs> it's still going to be like eight, limited eight terabytes. But let's go on to the weird, wacky, wonderful world. And you have brought us a tweet from Twitter. Yeah. Um, so this is like a... It's, it's in China. And there's essentially this sort of... Um, these sort of drone art things. They're sort of becoming more popular. I think... Uh, in, I think it was New Year's... Is it New Year's in London? They did yeah, like a big drone. Yeah, because they banned fireworks stuff. Um, so basically, sort of similar, similar sort of that, these drone art things. And basically, <laughs> what's happened is... Is they the, a rival drone company that was sort of bidding for this contract, right? Essentially, is like taken down the <laughs> drones, so they're all like basically going to like homing mode. So they're basically all dropping down. At, they're turning the lights off and dropping down to like the floor. So they're just like <laughs> littering the streets. These drones. <laughs> it's raining it's drones. Like, oh, it's, it's great. It's just it's just they suddenly like some of the drones lights just turn off and they just start going <laughs> just falling down. It's just like Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> of course it's video over and over again. It's great, you gotta love it. <laughs> just when these big things just fail. You see people running around trying to catch the drones. Yeah, but they're pretty quite expensive, so you can just like 
Yeah. What you got to do is get like a get, get a controller, and then you can you got a train. They're probably like grand. Yeah, probably. These trains, they're, like, they're good. They're good. Pretty some decent trains. I wonder if there's gonna be a lawsuit after this. <laughs> well, it's hard. The thing is, you got to prove it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because what they've done is they've just triggered like homing mode where they just drop down. But it's like they basically what they normally do is when the battery gets to a certain bit, some of them will like fly back to you. But if it's like it's quite if it's quite low on battery, basically it will just drop down slowly. Because it knows when it, it knows how much it where what, roughly what altitude it is, and it will have enough power to just safely get back down to the ground, so it doesn't just drop out of the air and break. No, yeah. And so they basically <laughs> triggered that, and so they've all just slowly gone down. So it's hard to sort of go like that was proved. It could just be a fault in the hardware <laughs> all at once, though, and not every drone. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like how can yeah, it's quite funny. But if they were hacked, I just sort of worry the security risks of these drones. Like Amazon want to use these drones to deliver parcels. Yes, that is true. Um, yeah, there is definitely that argument, but you could also, I don't know, some of the, like, these, you can hack a lot of cars and stuff, but there will be more protection um, for these Amazon drones because they're probably, will, that will be inbuilt, whereas these drones are probably, you know, more commercial. So there's, like, there's less need to have them, like, your average drone isn't going to be hacked, you know. I imagine what they'll have to have is a closed-loop network and end-to-end encryption between drones. Yeah, the, the, the way a lot of the um, the way to take them down normally is that you essentially blast them with just an RF blaster. Yeah. So essentially, the comms get so scrambled that it just the drone goes into this homing mode and will just drop down. That's where the the US have sort of um, take a lot of these drones that just were flying when they where they shouldn't be. They just blast it and it just drops down. <laughs> so. Or it flies back to the person, so <laughs> you follow the drone, which is great. The police are just there. It'd be blast the drone, yeah. and just see a flying towards the Ghana cliff. Yeah, well, <laughs> the drone is like you know dubbing you in this way. You see the man running away from the drone, <laughs> just following him back. That'd be quite funny. However, it is time to go on to our final topic of the evening of tech time and science shenanigans, and we're going to start off with the space slash science news. And NASA has got a third proposal for a new private space station. Yeah, yeah, good to hear that, you know, there's... Um, privatised space travel. travel. <laughs> yeah, more privatised space travel. Yeah, they, this is like, I think there's like a bit of, um, since like a lot of the launches recently with, um, you know, Deep Blue from Bezos and the Virgin Galactic, um, as well as like the Tesla SpaceX um, launches, you know, how much should we be focusing on space travel when there's lots of other problems that exist? Um, there's a lot of these arguments going around. Actually, you know, it, you know, these just these billionaires could be solving a lot more problems, but they said they're just going into space. Uh, but I think it's uh, I think it's a good thing. Like uh, the the you know the ISS does a lot of good experiments and sort of zero gravity that can you know be quite useful. So actually see how zero gravity affects a lot of things, plant life, other stuff. So. Doing more of that's good. Yeah, so apparently this private space station is planned for launch in 2027, hmm. where there will be likely a lot of commercial action action at that time. I'm gonna say it's probably all gonna be like people that are in these um, commercial rockets are gonna dock with this, have some time in space, and then uh, go back down again. Yeah, so the four-person Starlab station will be lofted in a single launch. And it will have it a module with about 340 cubic meters of internal volume. Mm. How big 340 meters? Probably not that much. You say it's not good. Yeah, it'd probably be quite cramped. I reckon when you sort of break it down into like the actual a lot of the stuff you need uh, in like a space station. Yeah, equipment. I reckon you'd analyze a lot of stuff. I mean, like I said, it's a four-person lab. Yeah. But it's interesting though because you know everyone. I mean, everyone's using the same space station. I can't survive forever. Haven't China got one? I think China's got their own one as well. Russia's have got well. The Russians and the Europeans, the Americans, all collaborate together, don't they? Yeah, I think they all use international space station. A lot of the Russian, yeah. all use Russian rockets. Sorry, they all use Russian rockets to get to international space station. Yeah, or they all go from Kazakhstan. Yeah, because I don't know why. <laughs> why? Because it's the Kazakhstan step. Basically, it's like. Um, Basically nothing for thousands, you know, hundreds, you know, thousands of miles is of nothingness. Yeah. Uh, so they can launch rockets from there. 
That's where, they were, that's where it's where all the Soviets did it from the Kazakhstan step. So they sort of continue to do that because a lot, you know, there's facilities and. Uh, I'm sure Kazakhstan doesn't like, mind. The extra revenue. Yeah, nobody's, yeah, nobody's complaining. Um, you know, there's nobody to complain because there's nobody there. Yeah. You know, some of these rocket launches in the like U.S. have complaints with missions, and you know, the Kazakhstanis don't really care. Country so big, and there's not a lot of them. So. How come from from one giant to another? Facebook has now got plans to change the company name because they want to focus on their metaverse. Metaverse, God. Yeah, so Mark Zuckerberg term. wants to be known for building a metaverse. I'm still not sure what it means, but he keeps going on about it. I don't think even he knows what it means. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and uh, it's been revealed they want to change their name to appear less controversial as a rebrand. <laughs> Good luck. Honestly, Facebook's so fucked. I think at the minute the uh, the rumored name is FCBK. Which sounds like a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> what a name! What a fucking name. Yeah, it's it's stupid. I mean, I don't want to say about this. It's just so stupid, isn't it? Can Facebook actually pay up over the cracks? No, the fucked, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like anyone that's got like you know just aware of all the data harvesting and mining they've been doing and so many dodgy so much dodgy shit um but i don't think you know for most people that are in tech are like this is no way we're fucked yeah you never know maybe my <laughs> very funny if they name it just like something really stupid just taking the piss or something it's else called f they just call it f just f <laughs> i present to you f mm. <laughs> got the new f represent app? fuck all <laughs> <laughs> he doing like a big sort of you know Apple style like bullshittery I, I would I would actually rate if they call us some like keynote speech like the backwards of Amazon <laughs> or call ourselves face face call ourselves face Nozama <laughs> that's, that's fucking Nozama that's what they would call themselves god what awful awful <laughs> it's quite funny although I wouldn't be surprised if like Zuckerberg just renames it like Zuck. <laughs> Zuck. Yes. Well, talking about Amazon and Nomaza, Jeff Bezos has unveiled his £420 million super yacht. And if you've seen what? this thing, it is mental. His, his yacht? He's got a yacht. It looks like a cruise oh ship. Oh my god. It looks like a battleship. Fuck me. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. That is mental, dude. Imagine having that oh, much it's got money. like sails on it. Have you seen the one with the sails? Yeah. Crikey. It's crazy. It is 127 metres in length. Like, just imagine that. Imagine, you know, your 100, your 100 metre sprint. Like, that's crazy. It is. It's actually mental. I guess it's just like the one of the biggest privately owned boats then, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the world's biggest yacht. Well, a football pitch is about 90 me- 120 metres long. 90 yeah, to 120 metres. It's a football pitch. So it's yeah, nearly two football pitches. Fucking hell. Yeah. Who needs that? Who needs it that big? Nobody. Like, honestly. It's got three masts. <laughs> Who needs three masts? And it's just going to be him using it. Him and his crew, probably. It's got a pool on it. Wow, it's got a hot tub, it looks like. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, 417 feet. It is big. They're making a cruise ship next. I'm pretty sure cruise ships... Well, how much cruise ships? Like billions on there? Like 10 billion? I don't know. There are a lot. There's a lot of infrastructure. But the difference is cruise ships make money. This isn't going to make any money. It's just a, It's just like a buying a car. Oh, it's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just for him. It's, yeah, not making any money. Unless he rents it out. But it's Bezos. No chance he rent it out. He's got enough money. So... You say Amazon's do pretty well, so... It's nice to see where the taxpayers' money's gone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or what, what should be taxpayers' money. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. It's all gone to him. Yay. That could have bought us some new trains. Yeah. Oh, well. What can you do? And then going from one set of record-breaking numbers to another set, Apple has released the M1 Pro processor, and its benchmarks currently heavily outscore the Intel i9 10 series. Ooh. That's good. Yeah. And it's, it's 16 core integrated GPU is about equivalent of a GTX 1650. Oh, right. That's quite oh, impressive that for integrated impressive. graphics. Oh, for integrated graphics? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, that is impressive, I have to say. 
Yeah, it indicated... It's good to see sort of Apple sort of um, bringing up the performance, really, because uh, for quite a while they've really been like sort of lacking compared to PC. Yes. Well, the, the difference so, thing with this process... It's technically not a processor. It's actually a system on a chip. Yes, yeah. It's these ARM-based sort of... Um, yeah, SOCs. Um, yeah, doesn't actually have cooling. It's all passive. No, yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't get doesn't get as hot. So, yeah. which is great. Gotta love it. So, sort of this 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 development is brilliant, especially for laptops and stuff. Yeah, got no fan, better battery life. Well, you know, it should be. Um, well, in it's, theory, it's a no-brainer, is it really? Like, you might as well have a yeah. lightweight, more lightweight laptop, thinner, and just yeah. as powerful. Don't don't have to have a big. Uh, does it have a heat sink? It must need like a probably has. Heat sink, well, right? I think the case is a heat sink because it's all aluminium. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can just use the case these days. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's what most most laptops do now. But the thing is, they, they still get run so hot they need a fan still. Whereas this one doesn't need a fan. <laughs> Although this is very bad news for Intel. Yeah, well, what isn't bad news for Intel <laughs> these days? Intel is in the mud firmly with AMD's new lineup taking out the CPU infrastructure that side. Their, Again, their biggest <laughs> contract has now been taken away as well for apple oh yeah yeah that's true as well especially because um isn't the you know the um what's it the uh the apple pro is the, the desktop one they use amd chips as well don't they yeah uh, yeah apple just want to use their own chips now i think because it is cheaper and they're better i can't deny it yeah this is the one reason why i would get a mac is for these processors because they are fantastic yeah they are good definitely Good job, Apple. I haven't said that in a while. I've got, I was worried about Apple for a bit. I thought they were going to go down the drain, but they really pulled pulled out of the bag. Yeah, they have actually. That's true. But because they've got the hardware and the software, so yeah, they do. I mean, to be fair, but I don't think the Mac software's too bad. No, it's good. I think it's like it's you know it's the closest thing to Linux that's sort of very widely available. Yeah, default is also, if I remember, quite similar to Linux as well. Yeah, so it's, I think it's a nice. It's quite a nice one way to do it. It's better than Windows for the most part. Yeah, Windows file system's pretty shit. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of shit things about Windows. Windows. Yeah, honestly. But the one thing is it does support a lot more uh, devices and yeah. software. But you never know. Maybe one day we'll get integrated, more integrated systems for Mac and Linux. If they can somehow manage to make all Windows applications run on Macs and Linux mm. efficiently. Without a VM, yeah. Without a VM. That's when those software... Although I think... Seeing some of the the VM running of um, products on the Apple M1 chips, it's pretty good actually. They've, you know, they've done you know for especially for like hyper um, like multi-core, multi-threading. Previously, it's been quite shit, but like they've done quite a good job in terms of like, the management of it. It's very impressive. There's not much performance reduction. Yes, but that is it. This is the podcast episode over. We've had ups, we've had downs. I, I was gonna make a round, but I couldn't think of anything. Of our shit ending. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening. Please leave a like, subscribe, leave a review, share with your friends, family, and we'll see you next week. Cool. Thank you very much. Bye. Cool. Nice one.